Welcome to the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where the conversation about discipleship is always real for real people in real life. Welcome back again. I'm Lance Wigton. I'm the Communications Director here at Real Life Ministries. And again, I'm with my friend Keith Strasberger, a longtime pastor here at Real Life Ministries. And we are continuing our discussion uh, about the Lord's Prayer. And uh, this week we're talking about forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. Uh, Keith, what, is it, what does it mean when God forgives our sins? I mean, uh, um, I don't... I don't remember getting a gold star. I don't feel sure. better. Yeah, it's a, that's a that's a great question, and that's a a, a great question to be able to answer accurately because mm-hmm. uh, I believe it's the crux of the Christian faith. Because if I don't know I'm forgiven or what that means, um, I have a lot of guessing to do. Right. And so when God forgives us our sin, He releases us from the offense, the whatever the sin is, whatever the the harm that was done we're released from it. So when he forgives us, we're released from the sin. Is that is so is that like now as I did something on Monday and I'm probably going to do something tomorrow and the next day and unfortunately the day after that is he forgiving me now or is that after uh more ethereal after I die and that's when he forgives me. Well, I believe it's he's forgiving us now because if I got to wait, I'm living under the burden of not be living forgiven. Because I look at it this way, and I think it's scriptural as well. As a Christian or as a disciple of Jesus, the the challenge for myself and anybody is to believe they're forgiven mm-hmm. and to live like God isn't holding the sin against me. So when Jesus goes to the cross and he bears the sin of mankind and God punishes him for all the stuff you and I have done and everybody else has done and is going to do, mm-hmm. And Jesus says, it's finished. It was finished. And so it tells us in, in, in uh, uh, 2 Corinthians or yeah, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 21, Jesus Christ, who knew no sin, became sin for us mm-hmm. so that in him, we, those of us that have surrendered to Jesus, might become the righteousness of God. Well, then that being true, as a, as a disciple, me, Keith Strasburger, I choose to believe that I am forgiven of my sin. And we also have in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the challenge for me is to believe that's true and to live like I've been cleansed from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's huge, uh, Keith, because you're really talking about... Uh, when you say that, I, I, I makes me think of shame, and I know that mm. I know that. Uh, for instance, we all we all are sinners, and we all are going to do things that we feel shame about. However, what we do with that shame and its outcome, I think, is huge. And uh, I know from uh, listening to uh, let's say experts about shame mm-hmm. that the difference between somebody that is an addict to whatever. And really struggling, and the difference between someone that isn't is not the act that they do, but it's their belief about themselves and the act. Let me give you a for instance. Um, I drink too much the night before. I come in late to work because I drank too much the night before. I sit in the I sit in the meeting and go, I'm not going to let that happen again because it turns out I'm late for a meeting. Right. A person that says that deals with shame and says, this is who I am. It's not something I did, but this is who I am. 
won't say I'm going to stop doing this because they live in shame and they own the shame and they feel like the shame is them. What you're talking about, the your belief of the way that God forgives us is, I think, the way to break that uh, that difference between those two different people. Oh, yeah. I- I know it is. What you said is accurate because I've learned and I'm learning to live that way and live in that reality. Mm-hmm. And so um, when, when and again, I've said it before, when we pray the Lord's Prayer, and again, it's a, for sake of a better word, it's a template or a model of a mindset and a belief system on how we interact with God. So when we get to forgiveness, like, Father, forgive us our sins like we have forgiven those who sinned against us. I'm asking God to forgive me like I forgive others. Mm-hmm. And I believe that for me personally, I've seen in other people over the years, a person or I forgive proportionate to how I receive forgiveness. Mm. And when I have experienced and I, and I and I've experienced being released of the offense, it's such a wonderful thing that I want other people to experience that as well. Mm-hmm. So I will gladly, it's not easy at times, but I will gladly do what's necessary to forgive and um, release somebody else from the, their offenses against me. Well, that. So you, so originally you said you believe that God forgives us for now, not for later, not for after we die, but for, for what we're doing in, in real time. And now, though, there seems like that's almost an asterisk next to that statement. And it's if I actually feel that way about other people. Is, is he holding back on us if we're holding back on others? Well, again, uh, we read the whole of that text. He go, he says that we will be forgiven like we forgive others. Mm-hmm. At the end of that, it's a, that's a that's a challenge. <laughs> yeah, and so now I think Jesus is playing, and it was important enough to God that if He's going to step in for us uh, by Jesus becoming you know God in the flesh, and He was going to bear our sin, He was going to take the punishment for our sin. I believe he, and he knew that when he was, when he was talking to his disciples about mm-hmm. how to pray. Um, and another word in, in another version is for a word for sin is trespasses. So forgive us our trespasses. Like we've forgiven those who've trespassed against us. And I think of, I grew up in Western Nebraska and there's a lot of pheasant hunting mm-hmm. and you can, be pheasant hunting and there's no pheasants and you look at another person's property you see on the fence no trespassing Mm -hmm. but i jump over the fence anyway now i'm on somebody else's property and i'm shooting their pheasants Mm -hmm. well trespassing is going where i don't belong so Mm -hmm. father forgive us for going where we don't belong Mm -hmm. and there are places we go and forgive those who've gone places in my life that they don't belong Mm -hmm. and so sin i believe is independence from god choosing my own selfish way well at times that that plays into other people's lives and i'm asking god to forgive me i'm acknowledging that i've gone where i don't belong Mm -hmm. and i've also i'm forgiving people for when they've come into my life maybe they've hurt me they they physically emotionally or otherwise or they've said or done things and i'm releasing that person of their trespass Mm -hmm. Because I experienced that 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 release and freedom from the trespass from God, I, I struggle with uh, not the concept. I, I, mm-hmm. I understand the concept you're talking about. What I struggle with is, um, and I, I don't know if it's human nature. I don't know if it's just my flesh. I don't know where it comes from. Habit, but uh, somebody will do something. Yep. And of course, I'm doing stuff. I'm doing stuff all the time. But but I'm like, well, that thing I did was like a two or a three, but that thing they did to me, that was like a seven. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the reality is that I have to like forgive them three more times. You you know, I'm always trying to do this thing where it's like, oh, that doesn't even count in comparison to what they did to me. So it's, it's not apples to apples, but how does God, how does God see that? If you, if, 
if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. What I think I hear you saying is it's comparative. Um, that person and what they did to me was on a scale of one to 10 was a nine. And the things I've done to them or said to them on a scale of one to 10 is a three. And um, I think how God sees it, I go, I look at it from a, a, the perspective of a parent. It hurts my heart. And I long for my kids, whether they're doing a three or a nine, I just know this, they're outside and they're going where they don't belong. And I know it's going to hurt them. Mm-hmm. And I just want them to come back to me and I will help them any way I can to be who they, they're intended to be. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's where God is. And that's the beauty of forgiveness. Let's be done with this. I release you. I'm faithful and just. Mm-hmm. Justice has been served through Jesus Christ. And I'm faithful to forgive you, release you from this and cleanse you, clean you up from all unrighteousness. And now let's get back to what we're about. Mm-hmm. I think it's regardless re- of the, 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 the level of the offense, because regardless of it's a two, three, four, nine, mm-hmm. there's still a, 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 the humility for me to acknowledge that I did choose my way. I did sin or I did trespass or I do have a debt that I can't take care of mm-hmm. and I need your help. That takes humility, but also from a, 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 it also shows my need and acknowledgement of the living God. Which leads me to another question. A lot of times when talking with someone or talking with a group about the subject of forgiveness, um, people bring up abusive relationships and um what do you think Jesus Jesus wouldn't want us to stay in a relationship that's going to be damaging for us? How do we forgive that person and distance ourselves? Or uh, uh, really, what is what do you think Jesus is asking us to do in that situation? Well, I, I can keep it simple for me, and hopefully it's simple for you. Regardless of the situation, um, an abusive relationship, uh, uh, whether it be verbally, physically, sexually, all those, the, those things happen. And um, you you ask several things. You know, do I stay with it? How do I forgive? Do I forget? You know, do you stay with it? That's a whole other conversation. But I, I know this much: if I call myself a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. and as a disciple, I'm going to follow Him. I'm going to let Him change me, and I'm going to be about His mission. Then I'm going to do what Jesus did, mm-hmm. and Jesus forgave some very grievous things. Mm-hmm. And you have the God of the universe in flesh. And he goes to the cross and he's being condemned and it is abusive. I'm not making light of anybody's plight, their situation or what has is going on or has happened to him. Mm-hmm. But as a disciple, I'm going to choose to forgive. It doesn't mean I'm going to forget. And to me, that's the beauty of it is I can actually, in my own personal life, there are people in God, by God's grace, I've been able to forgive them and they might not even be alive. Some people I've forgiven are dead, mm-hmm. but I needed to release them mm-hmm. to release me. Sure. And I still remember some of the offenses or the abuse, but as a disciple of Jesus filled with the Holy spirit, praying like we, Jesus shows us pray. I have freedom. I can remember things and still be glad to let that person be released from that, whether they know they're released or not, because Mm -hmm. I know there's some situations. And when I was growing up, just people, my family, that if I would have verbally forgave them, they wouldn't even acknowledge that they did anything. Right. But in my heart and in my mind, verbally, I talked to God. I said, I forgive them and I choose to live like they're forgiven. Mm -hmm. So it's just a choice as a disciple. And forgiveness is a process because it has as much to do with me and what I believe about God as the person who's offended me. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it is a process. It's an undoing of myself to get to the point where I can be dependent enough and trust Jesus to allow him to allow me to forgive others and release them. Mm -hmm. I 
uh, you know, we, we make it sound easy. I know, I know it's not. I know that you know it's not. But I really like the way that you say. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. You say, "Forgive me and and help me to live like like that." Yeah, I think that's huge because you know, uh, uh, behavior doesn't lie. And I can, I can even be lying to myself when I'm saying I forgive somebody, but if I don't, if I don't behave in a way, like I forgive them, uh, then clearly in my heart, I'm not really released to that. No. And it's exhausting. Oh, I've uh, spent a good part of my life willfully not forgiving people and mm-hmm. holding the offense. They don't even know it. Right. And it leaks out in all sorts of creepy ways. And there's no freedom. There's no freedom for me as long as I withhold forgiveness. And I have a very difficult, almost impossible time receiving God's forgiveness if I won't forgive others. So it's this, this is dilemma. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's the uh, one of the, it's the kryptonite of the church, it would mm-hmm. seem, because everybody I've ever spent time with or worked with that's really struggling in their faith. I'm not going to say everybody, mm-hmm. but for a good part, there's a lack of forgiveness. There's a there's a judgment or a, this is how it should be and this is not this way. And it's super, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Narcissistic because it's mm-hmm. all about me. So if I'm not forgiving somebody, it's all about me. Mm-hmm. And that's a terrible place to be because mm-hmm. I've been there. I know, I know that territory. But that natural spiritual friction that even this prayer talks about is to is to help us grow through that and come basically come to our own ends then. Oh, absolutely. And Jesus always, uh, his kindness, his goodness, his mercy, and his wisdom puts us in a position because we're always going to run up against our natural, that, that self nature. Mm-hmm. And the spirit of God is the very opposite of all that. That's why we have that struggle. It says in Galatians five, the, you know, one side of me, you know, the spirit wants to do this and the flesh wants to do that. And there's this battle it talks about, and that's even in forgiveness mm-hmm. and father, not my will, but yours be done. As Jesus prayer mm-hmm. before he goes to the cross, right. it's the same prayer father. It's not my will to forgive. I have no problem telling God that because I don't know how to want to forgive this person, but not my will, yours be done. So wherever you need to take me, whatever I need to say, do, or work on, I will do that because I want to be a forgiver like you forgive me. I think this series has been great. Uh, it just boggles my mind as we peel back the layers of this onion on how deep just these phrases, these short phrases that Jesus is using to model for his disciples, uh, how deep it goes into uh, the architecture of relationship between God and man and, and man and, and God. It's, it is, it is uh, just amazing. It seems like the more that we look into it, the more that, that there is to is to yep. see well and, and I, I didn't finish with this and it goes back to and i hear it and i say it all the time in john 13 34 and 35 when jesus says a new command i give to you mm-hmm. as i have loved you so love one another by this the world know you're my disciples because of your love for one another if i as a disciple of jesus am going to withhold forgiveness Mm-hmm. And if love is patient, kind, it's not rude. It's not easily angered. It doesn't remember wrongs it, it, or it's not resentful. It's not going to keep record of wrongs. Well, if I'm keeping record of wrongs, I'm not forgiving and, I, and, and I'm going to be rude and I'm going to be resentful and all those things. But if we're going to love each other, we're going to be the church and people are going to see it. It's going to look different. Yeah. And it's going to look very forgiving. Mm hmm. Certainly different than the world. Uh, Keith, look forward the next time as we uh, go deeper into the Lord's Prayer. Thank you for joining us on the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where we want you to remember 
Discipleship is simple, it's just not easy. 